This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of religion, dysphoria, dead names, and the comedic trope of men in dresses. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in plotting whatever the heck it is cisgender straight people think it is we're doing. But CJ, what is on the vice schedule today? Are we just going to keep emphasizing the word is because I'm into it? I did it on accident and then you did it and I was like, oh no. (laughs) I thought it was a bit. Oh, beads. (laughs) Oh, well. Well, what's really on the buy schedule is that we are talking to Anders. Hi. Hi, Anders. And then we're going to play a game. I like games. Yeah, me too. That's sort of what we do here. Uh, So how are you, Anders? Mm -hmm. I am good. I am also bisexual, so this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Bi angle. The bi's are tacking town. The bi's are back in town. (laughs) (laughs) How are you today, Anders? I am good. I am, well, I am good right now. This has been a rough week, but right now I'm feeling pretty good. Mm. All right. I feel that. Valid as heck. About the same for me, too. (laughs) I feel like this week has been a doozy for a few people. I don't know if that has to do with astrology. I know nothing about astrology. I know what I am, but I don't know what that means. Oh, what are you? Uh, Sagittarius. Oh. Yeah. I (laughs) I just made an impressed face like I knew what that was about. Yeah, yeah, you know, Sagittarius. Mm. Mm. I'm not like a good astrology gay, but um, that doesn't stop me from asking every single person what their star (laughs) sign is. And then when they tell me, I'm like, of course you are. That is so whatever sign you are of you. Exactly. Libra, and it's true. It is very Uh, Libra. (laughs) Damn it. I was going to guess Libra, honestly, but then I was like, if I fuck this up, we're not going to be Omega friends anymore. (laughs) What does Omega Friends mean? Because I didn't, I'm not in on the lingo. Oh, that just meant, it, it's just a very Jen and I specific term, but anybody can use it. It's just, you're very good friends with a person. Nice. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. It's not like a thing, but we're sort of hoping it'll catch on with the podcast. I will start using it. Oh, yay. Yeah. All right. We got some uh, campaign, some like uh, word of mouth yes. advertising yes. going on. Trends. Awesome. So, um, Anders, uh, can you guide us on your queer journey? Well, I think the best way to sort of generally describe it is I have been every single letter of the acronym if you just use the four-letter version. Um, Nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When I was in, like, middle school, I was like, kind of like girls. 
I think I'm a lesbian. And then in high school, it was like, actually, guys are okay, too. So then I came out as bi. <laughs> and then in uh, college, I was like, oh, hey, I'm trans. So then I came out as gay, and then I switched back to bi, because I was like, you know what? Girls are still really awesome. So oh, they are. Yeah, I've been all of them, and that's, like, my proudest accomplishment in life, is I am all four letters. Or yeah. have been. It's a queer EGOT. I was just about to say it's the queer EGOT. <laughs> I think it makes me powerful. You know, Absolutely. Power. Yeah. Like an Infinity Stone situation. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Is Each letter is an Infinity Stone. That's really what Thanos was trying to do, right? I haven't seen Endgame yet. Yeah, he's he's spreading the gay agenda. That's what it's all about. I would mm. love if he snapped and it made everyone, half of everyone on the planet, no, everyone, dream big, it made everyone on the planet gay. <laughs> I just like if he snapped and then everybody was like, is that supposed to do something? And he'd be like, no, it just like looks really cool when I do it. And you know what? He'd be right. He would be right. He'd be so right. Yeah. He snaps and everyone's like, what's going on? He's like, I just read a really good tweet. (laughs) Could you imagine accidentally destroying half the planet because you snapped your fingers because something was really cool? That'd be me. That's what I would accidentally do. I'd just be like, that's awesome, snap. Oh, everyone's dead. Yeah, and sort of my problem is I never just snap once if I think something's awesome, right? Thanos goes to a poetry slam and then afterwards is like, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck. (laughs) Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. What is the opposite of exponentially? Where you're just like halving by half and then by half and then by half until you're into like the bear. Yeah. Mm. I don't don't know what that word. It's a math word. I, I don't oh, know shit. math. Uh, sorry, I'm gay, so nobody ever taught me math. <laughs> I flunked the same math class three times, so that's when I knew I was gay. Mm. Right then. So powerful. <laughs> that's what Macklemore really should have been singing about. Like, that's how it was transparent that he wasn't actually gay. He can do math. I mean, I can drive, so that's... Hmm. Yeah. I can hmm. also drive, so, you know. I can not drive enough for all three of us, don't worry. <laughs> got us covered. Mm-hmm, Listen, I, got I, know, I know plenty of gays who can't drive, so, like, I, I think I have that base covered. You know, we can all be a different flavor of gay, and that's okay. That's valid. Hell yeah. Uh, so circling back, uh, you said that you first realized like some sort of queer identity what in middle or high school? It was it had to have been middle school because I was riding the school bus, and I only did that in middle school. So that's that's kind of my like basis for this. I remember sitting on the bus, and a girl who lived in my neighborhood who I had known since like first grade always sat next to me, and I mm. turned to her and I said. I think I have a crush on Abby, who was just another girl in our, and she was like, huh? And then we walked home and didn't talk about it. And then the next day I remember like backtracking like crazy and like making up all of these, uh, that's not really what I meant because I got really, really freaked out. By oh. And now as like an adult, I think back and I'm like, that is the worst person I could have told. 
because she's, oh. her family is super conservative and religious, and middle school me did not think that one through very well. Yeah. Uh, mm. One time I told a conservative friend that I thought, and in my defense, this was because I had seen the 2000 version of Jesus Christ Superstar, the musical. Mm. I thought that Judas and Jesus were both gay and Judas was in love with Jesus, like romantically speaking. And I told my friend who, thinking back, like her family didn't celebrate Halloween um, like, every time we drove to, like, cheerleading and stuff, like, there was, like, Christian music playing in the car, and she was like, Judas did not love Jesus, and I'm like, but he sings an entire song about them being in love, and she's like, that means he respects him. I'm pretty sure in the Bible it says that Judas loves Jesus. Probably not, like, romantically, but, like, I'm pretty sure the L word is used. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like a big step. And like they kiss, right? They yeah, it's... Jesus does kiss him. Does it specify where? Cause like, <sighs> I think on the. Mm. I I. Mm. Well, this well, is tough on the because I was because... about to. I was about to say I'm pretty sure it was on the cheek, but then I'm like, am I pretty sure, or did I just hear that from like a uh, Sunday like, school teacher? Pe- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Counterpoint, exactly. maybe it's both cheeks, in which case, a very gay move. Mm, very, incredibly. Very, very chic, Judas. Very <laughs> tre chic. I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a great little conversation. In middle school, I also wanted to be a youth pastor. Ooh. So that is the course my life has taken. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I was, like, super into Jesus stuff, and now look at me. The very gay atheist. Gay-theist. Just a super gay-theist. Good lord. I don't know. I I only ever went to church- wanted to go to church for the donuts, um, at fellowship, Mm. so, like, I think I was on this road for a long, long time. (laughs) We had- it was actually, I think it was, a youth pastor who came in and- got rid of the donuts like that was one of the <gasps> first moves he made that's in the church was to get rid of the donuts that's homophobic it's extremely homophobic how dare he that's a federal offense like i'm pretty sure it says in the bible like donuts are required yeah how donut unto others <laughs> oh my god <laughs> nope i couldn't even get through that one i'll leave goodbye the podcast is just you two now <laughs> oh my god donut leave Oh, that was worse. Uh, there you go. You can kick me out now. Oh no! Hey, hold on. So just be CJ and me and Anders will go get donuts. Well, wait, hold on. That sounds way cooler than me just recording by myself about being gay. <laughs> so you can't see because this is an audio format. I do have like a whole shrine to donuts on my desk, too. <laughs> like I just got this very gay sign. It's a it's a very good sign. Yeah. I love that sign. Yeah. It's got rainbow sprinkles uh, on it. Anyway, youth pastor. Yeah. I had the weirdest jobs I wanted to be as a kid. I wanted to be an archaeologist, a marine biologist, a U.S. Air Force fighter pilot, Ooh. then a youth pastor, then a professional actor, then photographer, and then I got a teaching degree. So... The whole gambit. Yeah. There's, that's so many careers. So many. Most of them because they were the careers of people I liked in television shows. Mm. That's fair. That'll do it. 
See, That's I always funny. wanted to be a professional actor, and now I am one like a fucking moron. <laughs> you played yourself, said the other professional actor. <laughs> See, <sighs> I mean, you say that, but I have a teaching degree, and I change diapers for a living as a nanny. So, mm. I mean. So, mm. Yeah. I exclusively do children's theater and teach theater to children, so I've got like... The worst of both worlds, maybe. I was about to start singing Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Just kidding. If anyone who's listening works with me, I love my jobs very much. I was a goof. (laughs) That's one of my classic gen goofs. I think I can shit talk my job because I'm quitting. So there's that. Ooh, congrats. Yeah, I gave him my notice. All right. Then I will officially be unemployed. All right. Hell yeah. It's... I mean, more on the, like, it, it, I appreciate the sort of freedom that comes with having yeah, recently yeah. quit a job. Yeah, yes. yeah, no, hell it's yeah, like... I'll have time to write. Hell yeah. I'll be broke. <laughs> pros and cons, pros and cons. Ups I meant more like in, the, like in your, like your last two weeks of working when it's like, I don't care if this place lives or dies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get there because I do work with like little kids so like i do care if they live or die that is a thing (laughs) if anybody listening from is listening for my past jobs that was one of my cj goof ups i love all of you um so circling back to gay shit yeah yeah let's get in yeah bringing it back so um in college you realized you were trans yes i didn't come I didn't come out as trans until after college. And mm. that's, that was, that was in the last two-ish years. Um, but I remember having a conversation with a professor my senior year. He was an adjunct professor who came in to teach us about, like, media in the art classroom. And so he taught us all these different softwares and we looked at a whole bunch of like modern technology stuff that people were using in the art room and so we basically met for three hours on Wednesday mornings and ate donuts and played with cool technology and he was one of my favorite professors and in the first day he said be sure to tell me what pronouns you use and I had never in my life had someone ask me what pronouns I use ever this was the first time i'd ever been exposed to someone who didn't just want to know you know what name i went by and i was already Mm -hmm. going by anders it was like a nickname i got sophomore year and was like i really like being called this i'm just gonna go by this from now on and that whole semester i just started i was like "Should, should should i use different it just it got me thinking about my pronouns which is something i'd never Mm. done before And I saw a Tumblr post, maybe it was, where someone was saying, if you want to be a gender, then maybe you are that gender. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I'd never thought about it like that before. I'd always kind of thought, you know, I'm not male because I didn't think I was a boy when I was a kid. I just am just now thinking about it. And I thought... I've always wanted to be a boy. Like, I have distinct memories of being like, I wish I was a boy. And mm. then I went, oh, I am one. Well, that's cool. 
Oh, here it is. <laughs> there it is. Figured that one out. Cha-ching. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, I, I see this a lot. And like, I did the exact same fucking thing when <laughs> I was, like, it's a cycle where you're like, oh, look at like all these other trans people doing their thing. But not me. I just wish I was another gender. That's all. <laughs> I have yeah. trans imposter syndrome. Still, mm. like, mm. two and a half mm. years after figuring out and coming out to some people, I'm still like, nope, it's not me. I'm not good enough. Not trans enough. I think that's just part of the queer experience. Yeah. 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 And, like, we can't blame ourselves, because we're literally in a world that constantly is like, nope, sorry, you're not that gender, actually. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just sort of think this. This is my guess, but you're definitely not in Shut Up. Like, that's pretty much what we're surrounded with all the fucking time. So it sort of stands to reason that we've got a little internalized stuff. Well, and I kind of think I thought that by coming out as male, things about me were going to change. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to dress male now. I'm going to hate my body all of a sudden i already hated my body so that was just a whole no another but right i still like all the exact same shit and a mm-hmm. lot of that shit is gendered as female and that didn't mm-hmm. go away so that i mean that's something i still struggle with i'm like i still want to wear dresses yeah well it's like if you're a boy then once you just say that out loud, that doesn't change the things you like. You're mm-hmm. you're still you. Yeah. You just mm. said the you part out loud. I mean, I, I practice, because I'm not out to my parents, I practice that conversation. And mm-hmm. most of the times that conversation includes, I'm still me. I'm still the person you raised. I just, you know, want yeah. this, you call me this different name. Saying it in that conversation and then actually like realizing it internally, two completely different things. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like um, making that realization um, and like accepting it or transitioning in any capacity is just always going to be like a big scary life change because every big life change is scary. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's like same with like just like, um, nope, I have no good comparisons. (laughs) I'm so tired. Well, literally any change. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. A change in jobs, a change in location. I was going to say that, but I was like, I don't want to compare gender to job. I got scared. (laughs) I've changed um, sexualities more times than I've changed jobs. So you could make that comparison. (laughs) Hell yeah. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Next time, um, if I ever get like fired, I'm going to be like, no, no, this is all just very fluid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my career you know, is fluid yeah it's hard to define you know like isn't everyone a little unemployed <laughs> oh and you're an actor yeah <laughs> yes uh so anders you said something in your initial email that really sparked my interest uh mm. the subject of loving your dead name yeah, yeah. Do go on. So I have this philosophy, and it's sort of something I just sort of tell myself, that if 
Amy hadn't grown up the way she did and hadn't survived the things she survived, Anders would not be alive right now. And Mm. I don't personally have a lot of negative and part of this is because in like my like physical world life like the normie world I'm dead named and misgendered constantly because I'm not out in that life Mm -hmm. Mm. um but it's just I see a lot of media like fuck dead names throw them and I'm like I'm I don't want to do that like I have a almost like a nostalgia or a past memory that I look on with fondness towards my Mm. dead name, Mm. if that makes sense. No, absolutely. I don't want to throw it away because it's a part of who I am. It may not be my true name, but that doesn't mean it wasn't once my name, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I... I also have a dead name, and honestly, I feel like I would probably appreciate it a little bit more, just sort of, like, as a part of my past, if I wasn't so scared to sort of, like, say it out loud again and conjure it back into existence. Yeah. Because, Mm. like, I feel like I've, I've recent, just for um, edification, I recently uh, changed my name legally and I've sort of gone through the fucking painstaking process yeah, of, like, taking every single thing that has my dead name and just switching it around, like, government-wise, credit cards-wise, like, everything. And, like, I've, like, I'm working my first job right now where nowhere in my records does it say my dead name. And I'm so nervous that if I ever bring it up again, then people will not stop thinking about it. Mm. And there will always be that part of their brain that goes back to, like, thinking that I'm a girl and my name is X. So, more to say that it's my lack of faith in cis people that makes me anxious (laughs) to bring up my dead name. Otherwise, I'm fine. Yeah, I- I- that makes total sense to me. And I- I think I might feel differently if, you know, I was in a situation where I had people in my life calling me- the name I want to be called. I had mm. my roommate from college was over this last weekend and we spent the morning um, with my parents and with just some people that know me here. And we came back to my place and she was just like, you've been misgendered enough today. And it, I was like, oh yeah, I have. Cause I don't think of, I kind of have this like separation in my head and I think I have to have that because otherwise I could not get through the day because yeah. it's everywhere except for the internet. It's constant. So I just, mm-hmm. I have this like line, like it's so, it, I just ignore it in the real world until mm-hmm. I can't stand that anymore. Totally get it. Yeah. Um, and everybody's relationship with their dead name is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was going to say grow some balls and come out, and then I was like, wait, that's a whole nother trans (laughs) thing. (laughs) So maybe not. Maybe not make that joke. (laughs) Listen, everybody has a different relationship with their balls and the closet. Yeah. And the relation between the two, metaphorically speaking. (laughs) Man, language is weird, right? Language is so weird. (laughs) 
What are words? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, what is something that you would like to tell cishet people for the very last time, and then you never have to hear about it again? Uh, men can wear dresses. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, in my specific trans case, hell yeah, in any men's, men's, Mm -hmm. male, Mm -hmm. anyone who's masculine presenting can wear a fucking dress. They're comfortable, they look really nice, do it. Yeah. I would be snapping right now if it weren't for all of our Thanos goofs earlier. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If Thanos wants to wear a dress, power to him. I'd Mm. like him more then, honestly, if we're being real. (laughs) Right. Yeah, listen, let's be real. Dresses are just a way to put on something that's really cute and also takes very minimal effort. Yes! It's a win-win situation. I don't understand why everybody's not getting on this, like, now. Yeah. Also- Doesn't make sense. I just hate that men in dresses is still considered an okay, laughable thing. It's the that, worst. Mm, that gets me so much. I'm like, that's not, he's just wearing a dress. There's nothing, yep. it's not humor. It's, it's clothes. I've done, I've done so much children's theater where like a character who's supposed to be a dude comes out in a dress and the kids immediately start laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this funny? Mm-hmm. It's like, Ugh. a joke hasn't been said here. Ugh. Occasionally we would get a group of kids who were like real affirming about it though because like my coworker would like the bit written into the script is like oh was I a good princess and all the kids would be like no but every once in a while there'd be a group of kids where they would be like yeah good job you did it yay reward those kids yes. those are good <laughs> kids kids are so good kids yeah. have the potential to be the best and I just want to take kids away from the people who are telling them bad things. Just like, no, you don't get to talk to them anymore. You're teaching <laughs> them evil things. You didn't earn this. Mm-hmm. Their minds are pure. Stop putting bad things into them. Mm-hmm. Let them wear dresses. Yes. 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 Man, dresses are just so great. Anytime I feel good enough about myself to wear a dress, I'm like, it's dress day. Here we go. Like, it's a whole mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love a dress. As someone who wants to be in a wants to be a boy in a dress and wants to look at boys in dresses, I'm all for this point. Mm. 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 Yeah. For real. Boys in dresses. Man, right. just gonna dream about that for right. a little bit. Hold on. Yeah. They're very good. So good. <laughs> Great. Uh so Anders, what is on your gay agenda? I believe that every job in the world should have mandatory nap time. (gasps) And I think if we could convince everyone to do that, we should make it mandatory cat nap time because cats should be involved. Cats make everything better. Mm. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Are you imagining a sort of like separate break room scenario where it's just a bunch of like beds? I mean... That, that that makes me think hospital TV drama. I want mm. to be allowed to go home and cuddle my cats in my bed. Mm. And then I probably would not be able to drag myself back to work. But in theory, that's what you would do. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Listen, if this, if this was in place, I would be working half days every day. I would not go back to work. Mm. I don't even have a cat. 
And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not leaving. I'm back and I'm not going. I remember being a little kid in summer camp and hating mandatory afternoon nap time. And then doing like adult counseling at a summer camp and being like, this is mm-hmm. the best hour in the day. Why is <laughs> yeah. it only yeah. an hour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids don't know what they got. Mm-hmm. Naps are so good. Mm-hmm. I didn't even nap enough in college. Like, that was a point of pride for me where I was like, I really don't take naps. And now I'm 26, and I don't stop taking naps. Like, like now it's just, like, medically required or I'll die. I think I have napped three out of the four days this work week. That sounds wonderful. I was gonna say, I napped too much in college, and then I was like, oh, wait, that was just depression. <laughs> there it yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> that's part of it. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Mm. Half those naps are, like, four hours long. Oh, man. Do you ever, like, it's... accidentally nap for, like, six hours, and you're like, what day is it? Once in yes. high school, I fell asleep at six o'clock at my friend's grandparents and woke up the next morning. <laughs> That sounds so simultaneously good and bad. It was like a like eighteen hour nap. No, oh my god. no, not eighteen. Like fourteen. Eighteen's a lot. Eighteen would be like a solid while. Yeah, it was not that bad, but it was it it was bad. Uh, after I read, um, I stayed up all night reading uh, Breaking Dawn, and. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was just, like, a very caffeinated night because it was, like, me and my sister and her friends, and, uh, we didn't get to sleep until, like, six in the morning, and then literally the rest of the day is a blur. Like, I went to my sister's friend's dad's house and then, like, to her mom's house, and I think I was only conscious enough to eat, like, a shrimp pasta dish. And I remember that shrimp pasta dish because I, my body so desperately needed any nutrition at all that I was like, proteins. Don't you love those really weird, obscure memories where you can remember barely nothing, but one odd detail just sticks out vividly? Yep. Just those, just those goddamn shrimp. <laughs> but yes, yes to naps. During work days and naps in general. Naps naps are good. Yeah. Sleep is the best. Sleep is very, very good. I'm one of those hippies that whenever somebody's like, I'm very sick, what do I do? I'm just like, sleep, go. Just Mm. go, go, run, run, run and sleep. (laughs) Go to your nearest bed. Pull over into a motel. (laughs) I would sleep. Yeah. So much more if I could. So much mm. more. Oh, I am very tired today and all this talk about sleep is just like making me like. <laughs> yeah, I'm after just... we're done recording, I'm going to f- take a fucking like, it's it's almost eight o'clock at night and I think that uh... might just be it for me. <laughs> oh, it's that's the worst time of night where you're like, I want to nap, but it's mm-hmm. too late for a nap, but it's too yeah. early to go to bed bed mm. yeah mm-hmm. we're right smack in that terror zone terror zone i don't know <laughs> damn uh cool so we want to play a game sure jen 
It is so funny that we ended up on this subject because in your email, when you mentioned napping as much as like possible, Without I really entropy, latched onto yes. that. Yes. <laughs> I, I really latched onto that. Um, and I immediately started thinking about the Sandman. Uh, you know, the, the fictional being who sprinkles sand in your eyes to make you go to sleep. And according to that one Cordette song, brings you boyfriends? A weird job set. Like, yeah. I mean, he's real bad at the second part of that. Mm. He's been letting me down for years. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that might be because I think he's inherently just a very, like, straight concept. So I was hoping we could come up with a queer sand man or sand person uh, who will guide us off to sleep when we are so exhausted by the cishats. I love mm. it. Which is to say all the time. Right. It's a hero we desperately need. So it's yes. less of a game and more like, let's make a character. I'm down. I play role-playing games five days a week. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, why don't you lead us off? What, what do you think we need for this uh, this mythical being? I think they need... I think they need to use they-them pronouns. I think they need to be inclusive and not gender-defined. Absolutely. Mm, I'm into it. Really love somebody who's more gender-neutral just tucking me into bed. Trying to think of a name. I want to propose... Well, I don't really have an answer for it, but I do think we need to sort of, like, replace the sand element because I gotta say, the whole idea of, like, sand being rubbed into my eyes, I'm really not into it. That's fair. This, is, this may be a controversial opinion, but no, I don't want yeah. sand shoved into my fucking eyes before I fall asleep. The, the gay part of me is like, let's do glitter, but that's actually worse. Way worse. So, yeah. That could scratch your cornea. Yes, mm. it could. Glitter is not good to put near your eyeballs. Um, Maybe we do, should sprinkle something to... somewhere else. Yeah, because the say. eyes are just very bad. What's a good body part to sprinkle things on? <laughs> mm. uh, the head, like in the general. Temples. Temples. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little uh, baptism, little gay baptism with glitter on your head before oh, you go to yes. sleep. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Maybe just throw some essential oils in there. Yeah. Some or oily glitter. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know what it is? It's uh, those um, lotions at, like, Bath and Body Works where it just says stress relief on it. Yeah. And you're like, can I just put this all over my body and then my hell will end? Yes. No, this, this, that. this being definitely smells of, like, lavender or, like, tea tree oil, for sure. Hell yeah. I'm into it. Cool. Um, I feel like I need more facts about the original Sandman and sort of in order to sort of like deconstruct them and then like bring them back to life. I don't, Is there any other shit they do? I don't. Well, I guess there's the providing a boyfriend element. Ooh, that yeah. We let's really let's lean into that. Yeah. Just companionship. Just someone to. I don't. You don't necessarily have to date them. Maybe they just want to spoon with you that night because you're seeking bodily warmth. But then some nights they just aren't there because you want to be left alone. Just the perfect mm. companion. They bring you a cuddle buddy. Yeah, yes. cuddle buddy. Miss- yeah. <laughs> Wait, hmm. I was about to sing the song and change the words and I'm like, oh, I have to change too many of the words because it just starts with Mr. Sandman. 
Yep. Um, hmm. What's it called? Oh, um, I I really gotta just point out though in the original song, one of the requests of the singer is to bring a boyfriend with quote lots of li- lots of wavy hair like Liberace, mm. and that's Ooh. already really gay. Let's maintain yes. that. Keep that. Keep the Liberace part. Mm-hmm. That part's solid. Should I don't know if there's any it. other. I don't know if there's any other queer parts of that song. Bring me someone who could bench press me, but is also very gentle. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Bring me a woman who could launch me into the sun, but has instead decided to stroke my hair. Exactly. Mix in person. Bring me a tank. <laughs> she will stroke my beautiful hair. <laughs> You're gonna say flank. <laughs> I mean, she can stroke that too if she wants to, and I've consented. But like, <laughs> come on over with your lavender stank. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. What's this okay. mixed sand person? Which I like that name. Um, I mean, we still haven't really saw I, the sand part. I didn't really wind up replacing it all in my version, even though we established that it's sort of like a lavender's essential oils. Maybe that the body work situation. Maybe they bring you just like a really soft, calm, just like something to put over your eyes to block out the heteronormative world as you fall asleep. <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> you know what else they could bring? A weighted blanket? Yes. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. They don't just sprinkle the glitter on you. They just fucking fully tuck you in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do that thing where you're laying under the blankets and they literally, like, tuck around. And you can't move. Yeah. And then they bring the spirit of Liberace in to play you a lullaby. Yeah. yeah. Or Elton John. I just saw Rocket Man last weekend and I'm, like, still oh. on that train in my head. Oh concept both of them for a piano duet yes perfect hell yeah very yeah, good hell yeah <laughs> what does this this uh this sand being um how do they dress how do they look i mean i think a snuggie right <laughs> yeah yeah but one of those fun ones with the patterns uh-huh 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 not like just like your standard blue you know just like maybe like a, a a leopard print or a or a, a zebra, a zebra <laughs> snuggie. She indeed. I was just gonna say like pride flags, all the pride flags just all over. Pride it's flag zebra. zebra stripes. Yeah, mm. I was just about to say that. You could have pride zebra stripe. That could yeah, absolutely some- be a thing. Somebody has to have drawn that on the internet. They ha- Maybe if, if they either. haven't, I'm going to copyright it right the fuck now. TM, 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 TM. Amazing. Anything else we need to settle about this uh, mythical person who I'm going to be thinking about as as I settle into bed at 8 o'clock at night? Can they have the voice of Idris Elba? Yes. Yes. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're perfect, then. Yeah. <laughs> They don't need to bring me a cuddle companion. I'll just cuddle them. Mm. 
I think yeah. yeah as long as 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 uh, yeah, if you consent, I feel like this this being is the cuddle buddy simultaneously for every queer in the world who needs a cuddle. It's like mm. gay Santa everywhere at once in one night. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. I can't wait for Rise of the Guardians three when um, <laughs> this this person makes their appearance and uh, gets rid of the other Sandman. Just clocks him in yeah. the face. Oh, I was I was gonna propose it's amicable, but you know what? I'd watch a fucking fight. Let's do it. <laughs> they oh, fight. Mean... They they go from enemies to lovers because that's one yes. of my favorite tropes. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I want this fic. But it's the type where there's, like, always a tension between them from the start. Like, I hate the rom-coms where it's, like, these two really fucking hate each other. I don't know at which point they decided to call it a draw and then a smooch. Mm. See, mm-hmm. see, the tension in those movies is heteronormative bullshit. That's that's what they put there for the tension. Mm-hmm. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no yep. real tension. Yeah, just the automatic assumption they'll wind up together mm-hmm. because they're talking to each other. Oh. Anyway... Uh, thank you so much for chatting with us. Anna. Yeah, this was uh, really fun. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Um, I'm going to plug myself because my self-confidence needs the boost. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. You should follow me on Twitter at Anders underscore D underscore K, especially if you like board games and tabletop games and also cats. Lots of cats. Pretty mm. much mostly cats. <laughs> Amazing. Jen? Uh, if you want to send me a Sandman and Mixed Sandperson fanfic tweet by tweet, find me on Twitter at <laughs> underscore Glittergoblin underscore. Great. And as always, you can find My Gay Agenda on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I mean, they're the same, but you know. Um, while you're there, why not just give us a rating? Let us know what you think. Tell all your friends uh, to give us a listen. And uh, we got a Facebook, uh, it's just My Gay Agenda Investigative Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at GayAgendaCast and on Patreon at patreon.com slash mygayagenda to support us so that we can keep doing this thing, Mm. this dang thing we're doing. You guys have your (laughs) branding on point. That is so good. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, shucks. Uh, Great. Jen, want to close us out? Alright, until next time, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power, love yourself, and if you're doubting yourself, stop it. Stop it. Be nice to my friend. That's right. You're my friend now, punk. I'm gonna make you a bracelet. Yeah. 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 Your feelings are valid, and also stop feeling them and feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy this bracelet. Bye. And that's